Hi, I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. And I'm Renee Barabo, and we are really excited to be here with you in our season four. Yeah, time is, um, I, I can't believe how fast time is moving. I know that uh, some of you have been in lockdown and not having the opportunity to get out that much. Um, but even if I don't get out, I don't know what it is. I get up and before I know it, um, my husband and I, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> I don't remember what happened in the, the rest of the day. Time is just really flying. And it, it's part of an important message of um, our, our show in that um, in some ways, um, we think that people are moving a little bit too fast and thinking that normal life is coming back in, I think, I think uh, the prediction is five to six weeks because <laughs> I, I don't think that everything that we're going through or, and are going to be continuing to go through is all around the COVID. Um, they're going to be the universe. What the universe does is it just keeps giving lessons, lessons, because this is earth school and the universe is trying to uh, wake us up like a parent trying to wake up a sleepy kid and for us to do our work. And, um, and part of what happens with all the isolation that we're in is a sense of inertia starts to come in. And so one of the issues that, you know, we're really dealing with is people want to get back to their normal life. Um, they don't want to make any changes and they don't have the motivation to do a lot right now um, to make changes or to find a spiritual practice. It's like, it's like all the isolation brought people into inertia. So you either have people running and taking these trips and putting themselves in danger and other people in danger just because they're desperate for a normal life, or you have people who are just so stuck in inertia that they can't move at this particular time. Hmm, I get that. I was thinking this last weekend about how you would have think that I would have been able to have all this time during this, this lockdown and this isolation to have finished the next book when actually I've been busy, busy, busy in this, you know, virtual world that we're, we're in, which reminds me, I want to talk to you sometime about the virtual, let's talk about the virtual world because Facebook is selling virtual real estate. Oh and I thought, goodness. oh. I'm there like, would it be time to have the shaman's camp? But we'll talk about that on another show. But tomorrow, I'm really excited. Um, I've been planning this Finding Freedom LGBTQ symposium for seven years, and we're having it live this week. Mm. And I'm very excited about it. I, we, we purposely knew that we didn't want more than 125 people. You know, it's typically been about 300 people, but that, you know, to, to make the tables a little smaller and to make the, the vendor area a little bit more spread out and to, you know, have space between the seating, but that especially in a community like the LGBTQ and, you know, trans community where people feel so isolated to start with that there's this effervescence that happens when people gather together. 
that really needs to happen. And, and I'm also planning, you know, an in-person retreat in fall, the fall, because I think that part of this experience of, you know, wanting to get to back to life is normal. There is no life is normal. Well, there probably what never was, but how are we going to do it this year? Right. How are we going to do it now? And so we're, we're, we're experimenting how we're going to do it now. Yeah. We're at 95 masks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rainbow colored ones. <laughs> I know for myself, I'm delaying um, in-person workshops only because um, the next workshop that I teach will be a practitioner training leading into a teacher training. And I don't want to be having um, a few year training and where I have to keep making changes in the middle, you know, because of people's safety. So uh, I'm just waiting for a go, you know, for my spirits and for um, the times to shift a little bit. But I think that um, the power, we all want to be back um, in person again and we do all want to move back into our regular lives but I think that we we also have to use this time in staying present to ourselves and what's the process that's coming up for ourselves that um, creates that change in us that will actually start to change the dream that we're living because changing the dream that we're living is the responsibility of every single one of us. And so running away from this time is not the best use of anybody's time, but allowing yourself to get bored and allowing yourself to go through all kinds of different emotional states so that you start to open up to a different dimension of your spiritual practice and your spiritual consciousness that will open you up to a different dimension of life. And so the point is, yes, we all do want to get back uh, together in person, but are we taking the time for the reflection that we need because the universe is asking us to stop? just mm -hmm. stop. and what happens when we don't stop because the universe um uh you know we're we're babies on this planet literally babies on this planet and the universe will will keep taking us down um mm -hmm. we we can't push the universe away and and say i had enough <laughs> the universe doesn't work like that <laughs> absolutely you know, and that's kind of one of the things that I was thinking about when I was just recently at an airport is how the energetics of the airport have changed, that they're not like if you used to go through Dallas, Fort Worth, and it would be, you know, you'd be like conveyor belts of, can, you know, cans on a conveyor belt with people just, you know, going. And it's like we were just like moving I think pretty unconsciously that we just all had a right to move wherever we wanted to at the speed of which we wanted to, the speed of sound. And then all of a sudden the airports emptied out. And I think so many people that I know who are pretty awake 
are they're like, oh, I'm not really feeling like I want to go anywhere right now. Mm-hmm. And not because of that they're worried about getting COVID because a lot of people have already, but that there's a shift that's already happened in in our our tourism. Right. You know, well, I, I bet you sites like Machu Picchu and, and some of the other sites are probably a lot happier that we stopped trumping all over them. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm finding that, um, you know, even when I'm feeling really well, that um, I just love how I disconnected from the outer world for a while. And that was such an important thing for me to do. And um, I know so many people who have done the same thing. Um, They're either going out to nature and living in nature or like me, uh, moving their ceremonial work and their spiritual practices to their home and, you know, working more by themselves. Um, it's such a, it's such a time of opportunity for what we can explore and discover about ourselves that, with the fast paced life that we had been living and people are trying to get back to that as quickly as they can. But with the fast paced life that we've been living, we've forgotten about ourselves. We've forgotten about what's healthy on every level, not just body, but mind and spirit and spirit has suffered a lot because, um, that, that's one of the things that people let go of in really high, when they live a really high speed life is not having the time to really devote oneself to a spiritual practice that lasts throughout the day so that you're living the work instead of just sitting and meditating for an hour and thinking that the rest of your day, you can just be a normal person pushing people who aren't walking fast enough and yelling at people um, <laughs> who aren't um, doing things as fast as you want. You know, we've really separated out the spirit from life. And what we need to do is we need to bridge spirit back into our every moment life, whether you're in an airport or whether you're staying at home right now. Hmm. That's so true. You, I that I last show I talked about selling the set of china as that I'm clearing out, but I didn't tell you about the woman who bought the china. So she says, "Oh, I'm on my way." She drove an hour from somewhere to pick it up, and because I wanted it to go to somebody who was going to use it, and then she took out pictures and showed me about that she's bought like a few sets of china, and in her family which seemed like a big uh, extended Hispanic family, they've taken to having these elegant dinners together because they're all locked down. So she showed me that she got this one set of China. And so they've made a commitment in their family that once a month, they're going to have these dinner parties where they take out the nice set of China and actually sit and use the China and communicate and talk to each other. And that was a gift for her from being locked down. So what have you transformed in your own life from this gift of being, you know, more connected to the people in your smaller inner world? Like for me up on the island, you know, I have my neighbors that, you know, if I if I may, I cook dinner over Christmas and I brought dinner to two or three people who didn't have families to share it with. 
And, you know, and it's, it's those kind of random acts that we can do, like having a dinner party or having a, people co- collect around making, a, 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 you know, playing Scrabble that are, are also kind of ceremonial ritual things that don't, they don't all have to be out there. You're on your knees, you know, with bended knees, praying to God for, for answers, but we can recreate our lives in a way that's more meaningful in small ways. Yeah. Uh, bird watching is, uh, we, we've been feeding our birds for 27 years as we've moved in here and, we have a really gourmet station. So <laughs> birds and squirrels and fox and bobcat and deer and bear and um, all the other creatures that like to come here. And um, so, so we've been bird watches for a long time, but we've been reading about how bird watching is, is at its all time high, which is really great because people are starting to, um, who aren't on what we would call um, a shamanic practice or um, a tradition, looking at a traditional, living a traditional way of life. These are just regular folks who are connecting with nature and starting to appreciate the amazing beauty and uniqueness of what we share the planet with. And so that's a, a real positive thing that's mm-hmm. come out of isolation is for people who can just walk to a park, they're connecting with trees and plants and birds and, and creatures and, um, and really like waking up to, oh my God, I never thought about looking at all the wonderful beings that I live with here. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Yesterday I had lunch with a woman who I swear she's I, I we we have lunch all the time. All of a sudden, after all these years, she told me she's been going to a Bible study. And I'm there like, well, why wouldn't you have told me that? She goes, Yeah, this year we're studying women in the Bible. And I'm there like you know, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Have a practice. It doesn't have to be my practice. I'm just so, so excited that there's a group of people getting together to study the women in the Bible, because the whole idea of them coming together, having a common goal, reading together and discussing it to me is just really what these times are all about is to find that tribe that you resonate with that can feed you when, you know, the bird seed dries up in the bird feeder. (laughs) (laughs) You must have a lot of bird food out there. I was like so excited to come here and I thought like, they're not feeding the hummingbirds. I'm like, first thing I do is, is not open the curtains is get the hummingbird feeder full. (laughs) Oh, good for you. I, I I don't feed the hummingbirds. They fight too much. <laughs> it, it upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, over the, they fight over the food. Well, they fight so much with each other. So. <laughs> Must be a New Mexico thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so this be a really yeah. good time. Tell us what you what you've explored. What are you exploring this year that's new for you as we continue to unwind? Yeah, because we definitely are in an unwinding process, and and it's it is really important to reflect on where you are. And I um 
I, I don't keep a journal. I stopped writing um, a long time ago because I'm in a place with the dismemberment initiation that I've been going through that I actually don't want to remember what happened. And <laughs> so I don't want to write it down. And it, that's a, a very powerful thing because it keeps me in the present with my thoughts and what's coming up for me every day. I can't remember where I was last week. I can only remember where I am right now. And that's part of walking through the dark night of the soul, which many of us are doing at this time, is, um, is making sure that you know, you have the sense of yourself so that you create your own navigation system as as you walk. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very important to know where you are at this moment. You know, if you're tired, to rest. If you have energy to spend it doing something you love doing. If, you know, it's a, people really, they changed up their jobs. They realized that they didn't have to necessarily go to the office. I don't think, you know, we're, we're having a real transformation of how people are going to live and work on the planet. It's like, we just took for granted. We had 150 restaurants to choose from in a four mile radius. And now it's like, eh, I was driving through the desert the other day and I noticed how many of them closed. And which ones have made it and which, you know, what are they offering and how, how were they able to shift with the tides in order to survive? And I think we're going to see a lot more of people choosing how they want to work and how they want to live. And I think that it's going to be a, um, I think it's going to be an interesting decade. This we'll look back at the 2020s and say it was not the roaring twenties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, on, on that note, um, it is important to take um, time out and just reflect on where you are. Because as I shared, it's your navigational system. It does uh, help you move forward. If you're so focused on what happened a few weeks ago, it's not giving you information on what you need to do to take that next step forward tomorrow. And that's what gets us through um, is just going step by step by step. So do the work that you have to do so that um, you have your own navigational system that tells you where to put your foot tomorrow. Hmm. And if you want a community to support that, the um, the Windwalker Apprenticeship Program starts in just a couple of weeks, and we're a community that holds other people to the accountability of making sure that you have that support as you go through those changes and that we're all going through together so that we can come out and be stronger supports for our community. The whole point of all the work is how do we how do we hold ourselves in community because we are a shamanic community and I think Bridget, my assistant, said, you know, that's one hair on the head of the, you know, of all of time is the shamanic community. So there's all these other hairs on the head, but you're part of the hair on our head. So make sure you stay with us over here at the Shaman's Cape because we plan on we plan on being here for a long time to come helping you through with our wisdom how to how to navigate these changing times. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have a lot of experience with that and you have a lot of experience with that. And so if there's experience with moving through 
uh, darker times that you'd like to share on the Shaman's Cave Facebook page on the wall. We would really love um, for you to share that because it it gives people inspiration and it helps people start to find, oh, I can do this. If this person mm-hmm. did this, I can do this or I can change my mindset or um, or a person who's just willing to share um, the heart space that they're in right now and asking for prayers for our community just to be held in love. That's what the Shaman's Cave Facebook page is all mm-hmm. about. So, um, so add to that and subscribe to um, us on YouTube and go to shamanstv.com if you're looking for episodes uh, that you'd like to watch because a lot of people are going back and watching episodes that are really helping them take that next step forward. So Mm. blessings, everyone. Thank you, Renee. Blessings to you.